You're listening to the Just Winging It podcast, because let's be honest, none of us really know what we're doing. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Alex Lyons here from Just Winging It. And many creatives are kind of struggling right now in you know, everything that's going on. But in, in, in the situation everybody's in, it's also an opportunity for us to thrive and, and try new things. Um, from, from artists to video producers to musicians, there's a, a, an opportunity to try new things. And today, when I thought about people who are always trying new things and that are winging it and that are, are, are always flexible to hearing what the, they should be doing next, I thought of the, the Shaw Bros, the um, Mr. Michael and Mr. John Shaw Bro. How are you all doing today? Well, we're doing great, doing awesome. Uh, this is almost day uh, 20-something in quarantine, and uh, I guess we're not crazy yet, so we're doing great. <laughs> yet is the key word of that sentence, yet, because yep. who yep. knows? By the time you all listen to this, they'll be, they'll be coloring on the walls or who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, just winging it here. We're doing great. <laughs> also, how about you, John? Yeah, I mean, I'm doing very well. Um, rested. Um, enjoying the just this time of uh, getting to have a break, actually. So I'm I'm pretty well, staying inside as much as I can. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, John and John and Michael are worship leaders out of a church in Milwaukee, and uh, they have uh, ministry all over the country, mm-hmm. doing various uh, worship leading things. But in addition to that, your your story kind of begins a little bit before you started things in Milwaukee. Do you want to give us a little bit of background of uh, just kind of how you've been winging it for a while? (laughs) Yes. Uh, I guess uh, maybe if we think about the word wing it, uh, I can say the last 12 years of my life uh, uh, can go like towards that word. I mean, that word could be like one theme that everything happened in my life is goes underneath that. Um, So John and I are originally from Syria. Uh, and uh, I guess uh, now people are, oh my gosh, yes, they're ringing it, maybe. Uh, so we're originally from Syria. We came uh, to the United States after uh, the war started, so we came as refugees, uh, and uh, the part of our ministry started back home, but um, uh, it was relaunched kind of here. Uh, we, we, we come back, uh, we come from a Christian home, uh, my father is a pastor. My mom is a worship leader. And uh, in fact, until this day in Syria, they are uh, still uh, operating a church there. My dad is the lead pastor there. My mom's still the choir under music lockdown. director. Under a lockdown as well. So they're winging it. Uh, but I would say, uh, to just go back to the story, uh, we, go, we, we grew up in a normal Christian, Christian home. We grew up in the church. Uh, and then at some point, uh, we were in college, and uh, all of a sudden, life was okay, and all of a sudden, we, we heard bombs dropping on our city, and that's the city of Aleppo. And uh, since that week of uh, 2012, uh, in July, I think everything was, w- like, w- I was winging everything in my life. So I had to pack yeah. my entire life uh, in a small suitcase and um, in less than a week, I was a refugee in Lebanon, fleeing that conflict in, uh, in Syria. Uh, a year after that, we got visas, and then we came to the U.S., uh, and we arrived here in 2014, and since then, we are here. We came here as a refugee, and uh, now we are uh, currently worship leaders at a local church in Milwaukee called Eastbrook Church. I'm staffed there, 
Um, I do worship there, and I do some. I oversee some tech. Uh, so I'm a director of worship and tech, uh, tech arts. Uh, John helps me always with ministry. So he's not on staff at church, uh, but he volunteers like he's on staff. You know, like. <laughs> Hey, uh, there's only three positions at church. It's, yeah, exactly. it's volunteer, part-time, part-time, full-time, and full-time live there. Those are the only three <laughs> positions that are available to you yeah, if you yeah. are at church. Actually, we live <laughs> almost at church. Like, I live, like, less than, like, uh, 20 feet from church. It's across the street, you know? Like, I could, hey, I could walk across the street, you know? Woo! Get you can church. social distance yes. from your front yard. There you go. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Which has been a blessing actually during this season. So if we need, if we're recording services on on certain days, like we don't do it on Sunday, um, I just like I can go anytime and grab something or figure out like some wiring thing and meet with the production team at at any time during the day since no one is there. Um, so yeah, I mean this this has been our life the last uh, uh, couple of years. When we came to the United States, uh, there's one thing about our Shabro ministry or Shabro's ministry. Uh, we thought that this was it. Uh, we would be lucky if a church would allow us to lead worship with them. Mm. Um, and God started opening a door. I was actually I was ready. I was prepared in my heart to let go of this thing that I started back home, which is my band and all of that, and doing worship on the side, other than church services. Uh, but God started to open an opportunity, not just in my local church, but with other local musicians in Milwaukee. Started, and then the circle started going like kind of wider and wider. We've done some work in Chicago. So John and I, uh, we were like really called to this again. We felt, I was like, is God reviving this dream again? So That's we good. decided to start Chabra's music. And since, the, since like 2014, um, like summer of 2014, we started like playing music here and there. And uh, things are developing now. We have like some YouTube channel, Facebook stuff, uh, Instagram things. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm. So uh, when you when you emigrated here, you know, as you said, your entire contents of your life were in a bag and you basically had to figure it out on the fly. Mm. What were what do you think? How were you able to do that? Like what what did you use to be able to figure out to wing to 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 be able to figure out this new environment? How were you able to be sustained kind of during that time? And what did you just kind of where did that come from that the, that ability to kind of adjust to that new reality well i think the answer to that uh it's gonna sound cheesy and simple but it's jesus um <laughs> i mean i mean we are uh i would say the church was one of the major uh played one of the major roles in our story uh whether the church in lebanon where we were uh refugees and then through connection with the church in jordan that had connection with the church in milwaukee um, so all that worked out through the church. And then when we got here, the church received us. Like we were overwhelmed by the love of people of the church. So we didn't have status. It was about a year or like it was actually about two and a half years until we were able to get a solid status. And throughout the first year and a half, we were we can't be on our own. We don't have jobs. We don't have IDs, anything valid to work or get by or wing it with. So we literally just lived with people from the church. We were so invested at the church, trying to just help in any ministry that asked us to help, like moving furniture ministry, food pantries, high school, Sunday school, missions, worship as well. Worship as well. Yeah, like anything people asked us. And then I think, uh, yeah, so my, my, my answer would be like the church was a big part of um, finding a way, finding a track, finding a just 
a place to be mm -hmm. just to be invested to grow to learn the culture what you need what it takes mm -hmm. to actually be on your own in the united states yeah. like we learned all these things from just dealing doing life with people from the church yeah i think sure. i think one what to add one more thing i remember like he finding always wanted myself, to add things yeah <laughs> You can tell here, huh? there, there's some some brother uh, is. like situation is. going on. Uh, just like one small thing here, I I truly like like it was not easy. Like winging it is not easy, and so many times I remember like we used to like help with so many different ministries, and sometimes like we would help with people, and we, that would require us waking up so early, you know, and all of that. I remember like during that time of like before we leave the house, I'd open my Bible and I read those. Versus especially those psalms that David talks about, like, oh, why, uh, when are you going to come to help me? Why have you forsaken me? The Lord of hosts is coming to help me. All of these kind of psalms. And my tears would drip on my Bible, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but I would say number one was the presence of God. And number two was the church, as John mentioned. Like, mm -hmm. like I think you don't know how much you can handle unless you are in the situation. You are part of it. You are like almost like in it you know and i think now these days we find ourselves in this situation that nobody was trained for such a situation like covid 19. it was yeah. the same way for us like we were not trained for a situation or how how to be refugees how to be a successful refugee in three days how to sure. how to be a successful <laughs> yeah. producer do, under covid 19. like i think mm -hmm. all of us are experiencing this tough time and i think we need to lean on jesus we need to lean on his promises you know um uh, so I would you that, say that, that your like experiences the, the, the foundation being able to of how we survived? Sorry, I think you cut out. Can you ask your question again? No, you're you're good. You're good. I was going to say, do you think your experience in and emigrating here as a refugee kind of prepared you to be able to be flexible in new realities? I, I'll just say it like this: I grew up in foster care, and so I grew up where I would be in house A. And then all of a sudden, on the drop of a dime, I'll have to shove all my stuff in a black plastic garbage bag mm -hmm. and then go to a new house. Mm -hmm. And now this is my new reality. And I have mm -hmm. to assess, okay, this is a safe person. Okay, this is not a safe person. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is how I need to adjust. Mm -hmm. And do you think that that's do you th now, right now, where we don't know which way is up, we mm -hmm. don't know we're going to be in here for a month, a year, mm -hmm. to, who, who knows? Yes. Do you think that that, do you think some of the lessons that you learned in emigrating to the mm -hmm. U.S. as a refugee has prepared you for such a time as this to be able to uh, to to wing it well to to produce well in in the midst of the situation that we're in. Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. I think definitely. Like you, we live now in such a time of a lot of uncertain uncertainties. So like you, like nothing is known, uh, and uh, being a refugee is definitely an experience of like of a long time of not knowing what's going to happen next. And a lot of question and question marks about yourself, your friends, your life, your future, your back. So, I mean, your past. So, yes, definitely. This uh, our experience have um, helped us a lot just to navigate through this time of COVID nineteen. And um, not to brag, not to like you know sound like oh this is a piece of cake, but yeah. this uh, the COVID nineteen time is um, or has been way easier. Navigating through this time has been way easier personally uh, sure. in comparison to like coming to the U.S., figuring out life and mm -hmm. living yeah. with the unknown for an extended amount of time. So, yes, mm -hmm. definitely the experience have helped. So, 
so with your experience in just being able to adjust to these new realities, mm-hmm. what, what advice would you give to say somebody who is maybe struggling, you know, okay, this was my system. This was my pattern. This is what my life. And now it's just kind of has dissipated and disappeared. What advice would you give to people to be able to help adjust to this new reality? Um, I, Oh, this is a good question. Wow. <laughs> That's a good Take question. your time. We can always cut it, you know. No. Uh, this is a great question. I would say, like, uh, absolutely, we're in a situation that, you know, you know, first, no one is trained for. Second, we cannot call the manager and complain about it, you know. Uh, there is no such thing in this. We are on our own to figure things out. So I would say my two things is, like, um, actually, I was reading this verse this morning. It's from uh, Prover- Proverbs uh, uh, three and three five. Is um, uh, do not uh, lean on your understanding, but rely on the Lord. It's something like that. I'm trying to. I read it in Arabic. You know, I read still my Bible in Arabic. So do, n- do not lean on to your own understanding, yeah, yep. but trust in trust the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Uh, uh, yeah. In all and, your ways, He will make your, your path way. straight. Yep, I think something like is. that. Yep. So yes. that verse was laying on my heart this morning, and I think. This is such a verse for this time. Not that I'm like, oh my gosh, I can give wisdom like this to people. No, 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 not, sure. not anything like that. We're all in this, sure. yeah. and we all need we all need with anything that we are facing, whether it's small thing in our family, uh, whether uh, it's something as simple as like a, a small buffering thing that's not happening yet. You know, sure. anything that happening at church. And I think uh, there is some some normal thing like be patient, like. Um, Maybe we, we we were living our best life, you know, like uh, John and I had like three, four gigs that were canceled, you know, we're playing for conferences, mission conferences. And Things sharing. are still being canceled. You now. know, and until <laughs> this day, till this morning, I'm receiving emails to like as the quarantine is extended, you know, mm. I think God is trying to whisper something to us. Maybe, maybe we need to, 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 to figure out new ways. And I think everybody, like everybody can teach me about how to figure out new ways probably in doing things. Um, but there is, there is, there is something behind all of this is happening Mm -hmm. that God still can use this situation for our good. Um, I believe, I truly believe with all my heart that no matter how hard my life gets, this is from previous experience, from my experience under the quarantine right now, that the Lord of heaven is in control. This is not surprising Jesus. Jesus sitting in heaven and everything is in between his hands like like this, in in between his palms. And I believe that he's not surprised by any mean of anything like this. He's not caught off guard. He's still in control. He's still in heaven and he's ruling over this earth. And perhaps we can little bit, little bit right now, slow down. Yes, think of other creative things to do uh, in order of our whether it's music, it's church services, or whatever tech things we're doing, websites, cinematography, um, and see how we can be part of the kingdom of God. I think God is taking the church outside of the building. I miss the church. I miss the building. I miss the loud crowd on Sunday. I miss the choir. Sure, sure. But I think God is doing something right now. How can we best to our neighbors? How can no, we that's really good, all man. of that? Yeah. That's really good. Sometimes I, I think that's the pressure. You know, yeah. everybody's like, well, I have to make a podcast or I have to make a thing or I have yeah. to drop my new album. Mm-hmm. I don't waste your quarantine. And maybe yeah. the best thing that we can do right now mm-hmm. is nothing and and listen yes. and, and, and wait. Mm-hmm. And that obviously in shutting everything down, mm-hmm. it's very clear that attention is trying to be 
focused into yeah. a singular and exclusive attention. So that's yeah. really good stuff there, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, regarding all your, you know, music and, and such, you know, how are you, you know, there's many, you know, worship leaders across the country that are kind of dealing with this. How are you, you know, continuing to lead your congregation in worship through this time? What do you, what methods are you using? What things have you tried that differently that you maybe haven't tried before? What has worked? What, what has crashed and burned and, and didn't work? Uh, just yeah. kind of all those things. Well, thankfully, nothing has majorly crashed yet. <laughs> That's good. And yet, and yet, is at the end. Okay. Uh, That's good. <laughs> I think church-wise, we're we're stretched in every possible way, uh, uh, but but we're we're making it happen. You know, uh, we basically right now. I'm, can I get more techie a little bit? Just a little bit. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. Go for it. So we multi-track the service. I take it and mix it, and our uh, production uh, team. A church uh, like does the video, so we have like five to seven DSLRs. Depends, like we bring our own personal ones, the churches, you know, and we try to match the image, you know, and all of that. Uh, they've been doing like a really good job. The the worship team and the the production team, you know, uh, and so we we put it all together. Uh, we do this old school thing, syncing, you know, with a clap, you know, at the beginning. Beautiful. Yeah, uh, I know. Like programs can do it, you know, uh, but uh, we still do it this way in case no that's good yeah. that's good um so <laughs> Have yeah a backup yes exactly we sync it together and uh we just uh prime it on sunday morning and uh, the response has been amazing uh, yeah things that have not worked uh well you know what this is this is something funny that uh i record all the time at home and you know always there is something called sample rate and sample rate on your machine yes. on your machine has to match your computer and yes. one time uh i forgot to change it and the computer kept crashing because it was downsize downsizing the sample rate all the time and i'm like oh how did i miss this you know <laughs> it was nothing that i didn't know it was just i missed it you know um, for sure this is one funny thing yeah no i mean we've we've had a couple interviews that uh it's there's been so much lag you mm-hmm. know like there would be go it would go and then like i'd have to re-sync every three minutes because oh my the, goodness because yeah so yeah. yeah man it's we're all just kind of figuring this out on yes. the fly and and that's and, and that's a good thing you know mm-hmm. i think there's as, as you said before like there is no school there's class of how to how to survive and do ministry mm-hmm. in a quarantine and i think that that's freedom in that that mm-hmm. allows you the ability there's no expert there's no youtube channel that is dedicated to you know xyz or here's how this mega church you know it yes. has done this before let's just do it like them i think everybody is is winging it and figuring out uh-huh. which is i think a good thing because it allows it to be an equalizer that we're all on the same plate yes and and it allows us to try new things and and fail because there's no, i mean what is failure right now at, you know, because everybody's trying something new. And I think that that's a freedom that allows us as artists, as creatives to, to see, okay, you know, there's this idea. I've always Mm -hmm. wanted to do X. Mm -hmm. I let's try if it works great. If it doesn't, well, cool. Then we won't do that again, but uh, Mm -hmm. at least we, we got it out of our brain. So um, what are, what are some new things you guys got coming down the pike or some new things that you guys are maybe going to try you think? Uh, definitely. I mean, we've been uh, doing a lot of music covers uh, in our place. Uh, we, we've invested in a couple cameras and some music gear, so we've uh, uh, utilized that. Um, and uh, we're working on a new song uh, 
right now. So hopefully we'll be coming out soon. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. And um, I, I think three practical things I've been doing as just a person. So like my brother, Michael, works for a church full time. So he's, pre- he's been pretty busy with during this whole time of quarantine. But I have three practical advice or things I think like I've been doing lately is well, the first thing is I don't know if you're like me, but I, bu- I buy a lot of music gear and like equipments and stuff, but I only like figure out 10 or use 10 or 20 percent of its potential. So it's been the time of me coming back to my gear that I spent tons of money on, try to learn new things and maybe try to write music. Um, and you're not going to be able to write good music if you're writing Christian music, if you don't have a solid relationship with Jesus and you're learning his word every day. So spend time with God, try to write music, um, and then figure out your gear that you've bought. Um, learn his, like to really lean on the second or third. This is the second lean on his peace. So learn what's God's peace like. What does it do? What, like, how does it relate it to your life? And really trust and get in a, into a place where you can enjoy His presence and that peace. And that's your new reality in this quarantine. And thirdly, like, if you get into production and if you start doing things, don't be too hard on yourself. Like, good. breathe. Like, okay, you're good. doing a good job. Keep it I up. I feel like he's, he's, he, needs, he was almost turning to me. He's like, don't be too hard on yourself. Like... <laughs> don't don't make like a crazy timeline. Don't freak out like, oh my gosh, what if the quarantine ends tomorrow? Well, congratulations, yeah. we got another month, you guys. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> so uh. we've, this is a gift. Take it as a gift. Like this time, mm-hmm. learn learn new things, be productive, but also just take it easy and breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, taking this time to rest. You know, taking this time to to learn taking mm-hmm. this time to 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 breathe i think is good thing so i think there's so much pressure during this time is that <clears throat> like oh man i gotta do this thing or this thing yes or this thing or, you know yeah. so many media or worship superheroes right now like mm-hmm. i need to make church happen it's up mm-hmm. to me i need to make sure that we have a video and it needs to be live streamed in 4k yes. with with wow. <laughs> graphics that roll in and etc but, it's a, <laughs> but it ain't up to any of us. Yes. Like if you had a iPhone mm-hmm. singing Amazing Grace at mm-hmm. a stand-up piano, yes. the presence of God can still show up in that mm-hmm. moment Amen. and don't need the your you know a live stream to five different to Twitch and everything all exactly. at the same time. Exactly. That, I, I think I think that heart is good to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, is good to hear because I think that a lot of creatives right now are putting pressure on themselves when you have been given time to mm-hmm. to work on work in rather mm-hmm. than just working on and yes. so that's really good stuff guys absolutely all right so so final question who is the better musician i think he's a better techie guy but i am a better musician <laughs> he's, he's a better musician i just play guitar and sing but um, he's he's like a re- he does all the video stuff. He does all the editing and audio editing, and he knows all the cables. And he always buys us these uh, uh, interfaces that not necessarily the best, but he spends a lot of money gosh. on them. And then they, <laughs> and then he complains about them. So I'm I question it. Okay, why? Who buys? Who uses this? Elevation, Chris Tomlin. Like, why do you buy it? Why do you drop like a couple thousand dollars on this? So like, yeah, he's the one who's behind all the work i'm just there to play some music so <laughs> so he's better he's better musician than me 
But he's like in charge, basically. <laughs> there it is. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic, guys. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, John and Michael, thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate you getting to hear your heart um, and being able to see how the Lord has equipped you for such a time as this to be able to re respond on the fly to just wing it. Where can we find you guys? Uh, since, you know, everybody's probably going to be done uh, Netflix and, and, and uh, YouTube and, <laughs> and they're looking for 40 billion other things to watch. Where can we find and hear your, hear you guys' music and, yeah. and just pub all your stuff, man. Yes. Um, uh, Chabros music, C H A B R O S music. On all streaming music platforms, social media platforms, uh, we, our website is chabrosmusic.com. Uh, we've got some songs coming out soon. Quarantine is helpful, you know, not pushing too hard, just hard enough, not too much. Uh, yeah, so we have two singles now uh, there, but we will have a, hopefully this year a full album. But yeah, this is it, pretty much. Uh, we try to do every week a YouTube. We're turning to a YouTuber right now. You can take hey, this as a, has, as a hashtag thumbnail. influencers. Hashtag influencers. This, is, this was our <laughs> thumbnail pause. You know, so yes, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so we're Beautiful. trying to release like a worship cover every week. So yeah, yeah this is it, pretty much. That's fantastic, yeah. guys. Well, thanks very much for joining us. Uh, the, you can find the Shabros at shabrosmusic.com, as they said. Um, uh, wherever you guys are at in this time, just remember to breathe. Just remember to uh, to to take a deep breath. To maybe and in the silence, be able to hear clearly what you're supposed to be doing. And Amen. if nobody else is saying it, remember that you are loved, you are not alone, mm -hmm. and you are seen. And we're all here together. Amen. Just winging it. <laughs>